Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Jim Harbaugh has cemented himself as the best coach in football at any level. I'm Mark Ryan. I approve this message, and you're listening to the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, we are the fan upstate. Happers, happy Super Tuesday, one and all. More on that momentarily, but we have a winner to crown. And this required some off-air deliberation, to say the least. Here is what we had facing us in terms of determining our winner and the next and newest and bestest sports talk show host in the upstate of South Carolina. Okay? The upstate's next, greatest, and latest. Here's what we faced. Okay? We had a James who picked 42 to 24 Michigan. That was 18 points differential, and there was a 21-point spread. Uh, Was eight points off on Michigan's score and was 11 points off on Washington's score. We had Grant, who had a score of 34 to 20 Michigan. Grant with a score of 34 to 20 Michigan. He had Michigan score dead on the nose and was a touchdown off on Washington. He had a dip point differential of 14. Michigan won by 21. And we had Josh, who had a score of 28 to 13 Michigan. One point closer on the point differential, 15 point differential, and had Washington score on the nose with 13 you really couldn't pick a wrong answer there right i mean we had three outstanding guests and if i may mine was pretty nice as well and mine was like 10 days old michigan 31 washington 20 how you like me now all right uh by the way your boy had michigan over alabama your boy had washington over texas and your boy had michigan over washington all before a single playoff play had been played. Um, Diesel and I deliberated, and we have made the decision. And again, guys, this is not scientific. This is based on the criteria that, uh, that, that we feel is best. We're giving it to Grant. 34-20 to 20 was the score. He picked Michigan to win by that amount. 
Um, and we went with Grant because we felt like it was most important to have the winning score correct, right? If Grant was in the ballpark in point differential, and he was, closest in point differential was 18 points. Grant was 14 points. We put a value on having the right score of the winning team, which Grant did, okay? Uh, And one would argue watching that game, it's kind of a miracle that Washington did not score another touchdown in that game. Like holding calls and interceptions inside the red zone, yada, yada, yada. Like it felt like a 34-20 to game. Grant nailed it. And so, Grant, congratulations, my friend. You are the next sports talk show host in the Upstate. How does that feel? How do you do? By the way, thank you to uh, everybody who took part in this. And, Grant, you will be able to rock it out on Friday. Friday. Grant in five forks is going to rock it out on this show. Uh, I am going to text Diesel your information, uh, and uh, Diesel will be placing a call to you. We'll figure out 445 or 545, what segment you're going to be on, um, and we'll have you on on Friday. What do you say? Grant and Five Forks, congratulations, my friends. And congratulations to the Michigan Wolverines. We are coming up to the end of our poll, the end of the poll that we had last night that we shared with you yesterday. If Michigan wins, does their title come with an asterisk? Well, my friends, America has voted, and with 14 minutes left to go in the voting, we can conclusively say that 55% of America says the, 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 the national championship game comes with an asterisk. 55% says it is tainted. How about that? 55%. This thing hovered around 50-50 the entire way through. But surprisingly, after the national championship game, about 80% of the votes that have come in after the outcome have been saying that Michigan's title is tainted. I don't know if that's sore losers. I don't know what it is, but that's what people are saying right now. Guys, your thoughts, your big takeaways from the uh, national championship game are welcome. 71307 on the text line is where you guys can get to us. Uh, Also, want to uh, let you know, make sure you download all of your favorite Offsides content uh, from the Odyssey app Offsides page and... As is always the case, we're posting some of our best content on Facebook and Twitter for you right there. But I do want to open with some key talking points of my own. To me, my friends, Jim Harbaugh has proven he is football's best coach. And his program cheated. Both can be true. Okay? His program cheated, and he is a freaking phenomenal head coach and the greats in our sports have have to they are left with no choice but to toe the line of what is acceptable and what is what is unacceptable 
Nick Saban does it. Tom Brady does it with Deflategate. Bill Belichick does it with Spygate, right? Um, The best of the best of the best, those who want to play the moral high ground end up not winning at the highest level. I'll bring you guys into a very heated discussion that I had last January with somebody else who's in our business, okay? And, you know, this person, you know, had done some things that I thought were kind of denigrating to me. Um, And I was on the phone with this person and I said, I will do whatever it takes to be successful. Whatever it takes, I will do that. Okay? Like, you tell me what what the formula is for success in this business, and that's what I will do. I don't care if you don't think it's scrupulous. I, I, I don't care if it's not what you would do. I don't care if it doesn't reach the highest standards of journalism. I don't care. I'm not a journalist. We're a talk show host. We host a talk show. That's, this is what we do. Okay, so uh, what I am not justifying is cheating. What I am saying is I understand that sometimes certain people push the line of morality. I also have a feeling that if you're not getting called into the boss's office every so often, you're probably not pushing the envelope enough. Um, Tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, I will have been here five years. I arrived here January 10th, 2019. Um, And I can tell you that in 2019, in 2020, in 2021, in 2022, and in 2023, okay, um, I either asked my boss permission on something or, you know, did something And these things required further conversation because you want to be pushing the envelope. You want to be doing that. You want to be gauging what is acceptable and what is unacceptable and how have the lines changed and how have they been blurred. You want to do that. Jim Harbaugh does this. Michigan didn't need to cheat to be great. We told you that. Is their title, does it come with an asterisk? I think to a degree it does. Did Jim Harbaugh know about the cheating that was going on? I have no idea. But I know they were great before the cheating. I know they were great after the cheating. If you can remember, um, Jim Harbaugh, when Michigan was 2-4 and four in the COVID year of 2020, and he hadn't beaten Ohio State, voluntarily lowered his salary from $4 a year to $4 million a year instead of getting fired. They said, look, we're not getting our money's worth. Do you want to stay here or what? We need to restructure this. Jim Harbaugh restructured to stay on. Now he is national champion. Now they can no longer afford him. And I think because he's now won at every level, because he won at San Diego, it's not not like the Chargers, okay, the college San Diego, not San Diego State, not the Aztecs, I don't even know what their mascot is. San Diego, he won there because he won at Stanford. Yeah. They're the Toreros, as in like bullfighters. What is that? Yeah, I had to look it up too. I didn't didn't know. They're the Toreros, and their mascot is is basically a bullfighter. How about that? So, look, look. I mean, he's won there. He's won at Stanford. He's won at San Francisco, lost to his brother in the Super Bowl. He now won a national championship at Michigan. 
What is the one thing that he hasn't yet done? He made it to a Super Bowl. He hasn't won a Super Bowl. And that, I think, is the final challenge for Jim Harbaugh as a head coach. That, I think, is the challenge he's going to take. I think he's giving you the answer to that. Every time he speaks, he's giving you the answer to that. He's saying, can't you guys let me enjoy this first? If he wasn't leaving, that's not, that wouldn't be his answer. He'd say, I'm not going anywhere. He's saying, can you let me, guys, can you let me enjoy this? He's giving you the answer. I think Jim Harbaugh is going to the NFL. I think Jim Harbaugh should go to the NFL. I don't think he has time or patience for re-recruiting his roster every single year. I think he's over it. I think it's exhausting. I think it's not who he is. He's all about commitment and loyalty. That's not what this is anymore. His program cheated. It did. They accepted the penalty for that. Both can be true. But I think he's, the, he's football's best coach on any level. And if I could say this to you guys, I do believe that the Harbaugh's might be making the play for the new first family of football. Who would you say the first family of football is? It's pretty obvious, right? Like you see them on, on Monday Night Football every, every Monday night. It's the Mannings. And Archie, about once a year, we get Archie Manning to come on the show. Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, um, hilariously entertaining people, right? Incredibly successful people. They make more, uh, and I, I, I don't even want to know what they make. It's going to make me upset. But I'm, I'm sure they make, what, 500000 to 750000 per broadcast? So they make more doing one Monday night football game than 99.9% of all of us listening do in a year. One, one NFL broadcast, ESPN, good life, heck of a life to have, right? But I think the Harbaugh's might actually be coming the first family in football. John Harbaugh, Baltimore Ravens, best record in the NFL, already a Super Bowl champion. Their dad, who bears an uncanny and striking resemblance to Jim Harbaugh. As a matter of fact, when I see his dad, I think it's just Jim Harbaugh through an old app. You know how, like, you can make yourself 75 years old? I've got one of these pictures. Don't say it's one I took yesterday either. Uh, you just put a, a picture of yourself in this old app. It makes you 75 years old. The old app does that. It, his dad looks like it's Jim Harbaugh reincarnated, just a little bit older. I, I think they might be the first family of football right now. What do you guys think? 71307 on the text line is where you can get to us on the show you guys, as always, are welcome to chime in with your text, 71307. Everyone doing okay with, uh, with the weather today? I know that, um, you know, it's like everybody's – I've learned in this area, whenever there's weather of any kind, all the bread sells out of the store, all the milk sells out of the store. It doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. You guys let the weather people scare you to death. You know, like I got constant uh, alerts on my phone all day long. Um, I, I appreciate that you guys are concerned for my well-being. I think we can all take proper precaution, okay? I want everybody to be safe out there. 
But, uh, you know, like, I'm not exactly going to panic about all this. Well, I brought my okay? kayak like with I, me to I'm work today just in case I needed it to get home. Good for you, Diesel. Good for you. That, that, that would be outstanding. Have you ever driven in conditions where that would be required? Diesel, Hurricane Harvey in Houston was like that. I have driven through you know, a river like, before. I really, yeah, yeah. Like I don't, on a four, on a like a wow. out on a jeep trip on a four wheel drive trip, uh, it was the the water was high enough that it was coming into the vehicle. So, wow. easily, you know, it's a it was a three foot deep river. It was, it was shallow enough to drive through, but it was high enough that it was coming into the vehicle because well, my door seal isn't very strong. You know, like they always say, you can ruin the electrical system if the water gets oh, too high. Oh, and I did. I don't know where that too high is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did. Uh, I've got a quirk in my Jeep yeah. now that when it's when it's raining, so when the wiring gets wet, my Jeep will just start beeping at me. Like, you know, the tone that it said that does when you don't have your seatbelt plugged in or clipped in and you put it in gear. Yeah. Uh, it does that, but it just beeps at me while I'm driving. And I figured out the only way to make it stop is to turn on the right turn signal and then turn it back off. Makes it stop every time. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Texter says, hey, Mark, bread, milk sells out because if the weather gets bad, people down here really don't want to miss out on their milk sandwiches. I don't know what that is. I don't understand it. You guys will have to explain it to me. No, it's the, it's the comfort the food odd- factor. We all want to be able to make our French toast if, if we're stuck at home. Uh, it's, it's odd diesel. It's, it's, I'm just going to tell you, it's weird. You know, like we, since I've been here in five years, okay. We have not once had anything resembling dramatic weather, (laughs) including the snowstorm of January, 2021. And at least once a month, my TV is completely taken over by warnings of the end times, you know, of weather events that are once in a generation. Um, what is the phrase, Diesel, when something is society-threatening? You know, um, the, the dinosaur event, there's a phrase for that. Um, Apocalyptic? Like, once every, like, uh, once, no, every five years, though. Like, I've been here five years, every month, like, you guys, the weather people take over my TV with some catastrophic warning. And I'm here to tell you, not a single moment of severe weather has been had since I've been here. Not a single moment, not today, not the snowstorm, not your wheels slide a little bit because it's icy. Like there hasn't been a single day of severe weather since I've been here. And yet you guys take over the TV once a month. You put the radar all over the show that you're trying to watch. You interrupt the shows for weather updates. I've never seen anything like it. Guys, in Houston, they have weather events that kill people. In Florida, they have weather events that kill people. They don't shut down the whole broadcast once a month to warn you about this. We don't have, like, we've never had severe weather since I've been here. Period. End of story. Thanks for playing. I don't, I don't get it. Milk and bread, you guys want to hog it all to yourselves. I don't understand it. I don't get it. You know, like, frankly, if I'm going to hog anything to myself, it's going to be Fritos, chili and cheese, hot dogs, uh, gluten-free Oreos, okay? Like, that's, that's what I'm going to take first out of the store. Milk and bread, you guys need it first. 
this stupid thing with toilet paper in the middle of the pandemic. Make that make sense to me. Make that make sense. That was a national like toilet thing. paper. Yeah, but like it's it just diesel. It like never before have we all seen seem so dumb <laughs> when you know like the horde mentality. Oh, yeah. we decided that toilet paper was suddenly worth more. Well, that right. to, to to answer all your questions right there. Number one, they make a bigger deal out of it because it gets ratings. Uh, you saw it a couple of years ago when Jim Cantori got in trouble. He was he was reporting on some hurricane and he was standing outside acting like it was some massive storm. And then some dude is walking his dog behind the camera. It was like a, it was a little dog, you know, it was like a like a Pomeranian walking a Pomeranian in shorts. While Jim Cantori's out there making a big deal out of out of this thing, it's because it's it's all about the ratings, man. It's not about giving people information anymore. It's about getting people to watch. So that's why they do that. That's and why the they make a big deal out of that. Now the the whole thing about milk and bread and eggs when there's terrible weather coming, I think what that does, Mark, is it highlights that people are very very unprepared and they're operating basically on a day to day level most of the time. So it, 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 it highlights to somebody, oh, crap, I've got kids in the house and I don't have any milk. They're going to want milk tomorrow. They're going to want cereal. They're going to want uh, things that you use, that you make with milk. Oh, crap, I don't have anything to make sandwiches at the house. Oh, crap, I don't have any eggs at the house. So everybody just runs to go get it because they're not prepared. That's it. Um, it is, I think the word diesel was an extinction event. Right. Like these. The, if we had the an extinction event every five here, years, we'd be in big trouble. Yeah. But the, the, the new the way they cover the weather here is like we're having an extinction event once a month. I've, I honestly have never seen anything like it. And the downside of it is that like you cry wolf so often that no one believes you when you actually do have a problem. You already hear my disbelief in my voice. Right. All right, my friends. There you go. Hope everyone's staying safe out there today in this in in the extinction event of this month. OK, hope everyone is saying staying incredibly safe out there. Uh, don't want anybody to go extinct. Uh, I drove around today. No problem whatsoever. No problem whatsoever. Extinction event. Everybody stay home. Come on, man. Uh, all right. He is proclaiming his innocence. But how long can he do that? That's next here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel and we are the fan upstate. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. 
Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, the fan upstate. So I'm considering Jim Harbaugh's stance here, and I want to get to that in a moment. You guys are chiming in early and often on what we said here. Texter Josh says, how about that? I made it in the top three. My score was 28-13. Actually, Josh, you finished in the top two, and you could make an argument that you were the winner. You could make an argument for that, right? We decided, like, Josh, you had... Among the closest scores to the actual one, you had the best point differential. But Grant nailed the score of the winning team. Uh, And that was the difference. Josh, very, very well done, sir. Very, very well done. Texter says, sounds like Diesel needs to put a condom over his electrical harness before it gets wet. This is sound advice, sage advice for all, Texter. Very, very good. Texter says, my old roommate bought a bunch of toilet paper during COVID, and then he lived with me for two years after that, and I did not have, <laughs> I did not have to buy toilet paper until he moved out in May of 2023. <laughs> At least he shared it with you, Texter. Some roommates would be jerks and not share positive. Hey, listen, man, people valued that like it was gold. Look, it was gold. Yeah, I've told this the, story, Mark. When we were house hunting, we looked at a house that were that were port, to, toilet paper hoarders. Um, we we would open up, you know, cabinets to see what kind of cabinet space we had, closets to see what kind of storage space we had, and they had toilet paper stacked everywhere, everywhere. I'm talking dozens of mega packs of toilet paper. It was. Everywhere, and we said, "Screw these people! They're they're toilet paper hoarders. They're bad people. We don't want to buy their house." Good, rightfully so. Yeah, good for you. Like I just I don't understand that. Like I, you're not helping society by doing that. You're all out for you. Okay, all you people who buy all the bread and milk in the stores whenever there's a little rainstorm, like you are declaring with that action that you are selfish. Like it's just do what you normally do. And no one has to worry about not having anything to wipe their backside. Please, for the love of all that's good and holy. Meanwhile, our audience uh, with bidets are, are living in, uh, you know, living in next year. They're fine. Dude, I, I have a friend who has a bidet. They swear by that. Do you like the bidet? Have you guys ever I've used one gone before. around and said bidet? Yeah, like they said, once you use it, you feel dirty when you don't. <laughs> And so I, I always wondered if they just walk around and say bidet, mate, to everyone after they use it. Do you guys rock the bidet in any way, shape, or form? Uh, texter says, never understood buying perishables with the possibility of, <laughs> of a power outage. This will be good for one day. Cannot eat it. The power is out. What do we do now? Texter says, Mark, the sun is out in Spartanburg now. The Berg, man, the Berg, great downtown, improving area. Uh, Mayor Rice has done an outstanding job with that city. Texter says, Mark, I'm a local truck driver here in the upstate. Thank you so much for tuning us in, sir. It was very bad outside today. 
down trees and flooding everywhere. Maybe not where you drove, but where a lot of people did, it was bad. Just saying. Texter, you're right. You are 100% right. Like, I, I didn't say it, it wasn't bad, okay? I'm just saying that in my experience, I've lived in places that get serious weather. I've been here five years. We haven't had a single serious event since I've been here. Well, you also have to take it. You you also have to treat it like it's more serious than it is because there's always the dum-dum who thinks, oh, I got a lifted truck. I could drive through this water over the road. And then, you know, then fire trucks and EMTs and police have to get called to go save his dumb ass. And I'm going to tell you, anybody who's listening right now who's got a Carolina squat on their pickup truck, your truck ain't big enough to drive across the road if there's water running across the road. Heck, the two main routes that I take to get to and from work every day, Mark, are closed off right now. Closed off. I had to go around twice because there's water coming across the road, and it's very, very dangerous. It really is. It's not a hurricane blowing 70-mile-an-hour winds through, but also people are stupid, and people drive through uh, massive puddles and rivers and, and water across the road that they're not supposed to, and they have to be rescued every single time. I got to tell you something, a little story, Diesel. By, by the way, I hydroplaned today. I hydroplaned twice today. Um, I'm not, I, I, do I think that's an entirely safe event? No, I don't. I don't. Uh, I'm not saying, guys, it's not, you know, you don't have to be careful or any of these things, or there's not the possibility of, of problems. Of course there is. Okay. But for, for whatever reason, like here, the, the, uh, the telecasts act like the sky is falling every time we have an event like this, and I've never understood it. When we just have thunderstorms, they take over the whole TV. This texter says, and uh, I'm told this guy is a super nice guy, but we read the texts that come in. Mark, meteorologist Chris Justice does have a knack for making us feel like the sky is falling, though. It is a a bit much. I don't think, I, I, I don't have that impression of Chris, but I don't, if you do, I don't think he's alone in that, in that feeling. Like, again, guys, Houston and Florida, Texas and Florida, they don't take over your whole TV screen with a permanent radar with purple on it that just stays on the TV of whatever you're watching. No other state does that. I don't get it. I just, I don't get it. Um, Especially when you don't really ever have that severe weather. You know, Um, I, I don't get it. But anyway, let me tell you this. I'm proud of my wife, okay? Proud of my wife. Um... Yesterday, my wife uh, witnessed an accident on 85 where this person in a not nice car uh, wasn't paying attention and rammed somebody in a nice SUV from behind, one of those where the bumper falls off and is kind of like hanging by a thread. And the person who gets hit stops. The person who did the hitting sped off. (laughs) What? Whether this is a smart move by my sweetheart or not, I have no idea. But Angela goes after the person who sped off, uh, got the license plate, called the license plate into Highway Patrol, uh, and uh, is ready to answer their questions. She's told she's going to be getting a call. So anyway, I was proud of my wife yesterday. She had Jackson in the car. She's witnessing this. She said to me her feeling was this idiot could have hit Jackson and I. You know? So... And then I saw them leave the scene and cut right in front of us. And so, like, Angela's following this person off of an exit, you know. <laughs> and, like, she's, like, Angela, when Angela is determined, you are not going to get her off. Said, of oh, no, you didn't. And, and she followed him. Yeah. 
Nice. She followed them. She got the license plate. She reported it to Highway Patrol. Maybe one of you guys saw that accident yesterday. My wife was right there ensuring that that hit and run was not going to be successful. Like, what, to the people who hit and run, where do you think you're going? Like, really, like, what, what do you think you're doing? You don't think anyone else is going to realize that your car got bleeped up? You know? A lot of people like, have dash cams now. Dash cams. You know, there's people on the interstate. Where do you think you're going? Why is your reaction, I better get out of here? I don't because you don't have that. insurance. If you, if you run, you there's a chance you might get away. If you stay, you're absolutely going to jail for driving without insurance. On top of whatever other damage you do, um, whatever da- other damage you do by your accident. Now, back to your comment, why do weather... Uh, meteorologists treat weather in the upstate like it's so severe, Mark. I, I worked at a ski mountain when I was in college, and I learned yeah. that the, the the way that they rate slopes on ski mountains, like green circle, blue square, black diamond, that's relative to the ski mountain. So the black diamond is the hardest slope on that mountain. It doesn't mean that a black diamond at Sugar Mountain in North Carolina is the same as a black diamond in Whistler, Vermont, or in Breckenridge, Colorado. It just means that it's the hardest slope on that mountain. So I think meteorologists have to treat severe weather like it's severe because it's severe here. They don't want people saying, well, eh, yeah, we got a storm coming through. But it's no big deal, so go out on the road, live your life, do everything you're normally doing, because people in Houston, now they deal with real weather. You know, you got to treat it like it's a big deal because it is a big deal here. Uh, Fair, Diesel, although I'll hit you with this. They never take over your screen with the purple radar in Houston. They never do that in Florida. And they actually have legitimately severe weather there. Never happens. Well, those people, those Some places also you make- see god-awful weather hit and thousands of people die. Maybe they should put that stuff on the TV yeah, and get people know. out of the way. I don't know. I don't know. We do it here for thunderstorms, man. I don't, I don't know. Where do you guys come out on this debate? 71307 or 844-326-3663. Harbaugh is proclaiming his innocence. Why, I am slow to buy that. Next, here on Offsides, we are the Fan Up State. It's a polarizing figure. There are people out there that believe that whatever Michigan does is tainted. That's up to you to decide. But hail, hail, Michigan. They are the champions of college football 2023. I was proud of Chris Fowler for saying that because, like, to, to, to not put that in the broadcast is to say nothing to see here to a major subplot of the 2023 season, right? I mean, it was. I mean, it, this, this is a big deal. You guys have voted. America has voted in our poll. 55% of you say Michigan is tainted. The title is tainted. That's what you guys have said, okay? So realize that and appreciate that for what it is. I think it's incredible, I Mark. I want to share this with you. That the same day Armonte Edwards was inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame, Michigan 
wins a national championship. So it's almost like the curse was lifted. The, the, every, all is right in the world for Michigan now. There you go. Sounds good to me. Uh, I wholeheartedly agree with that. But Jim Harbaugh was asked what this felt like, if he felt any extra vindication, giving, uh, considering all the off-the-field problems that Michigan has had this year. And Jim Harbaugh pulled the denial is not just a river in Egypt card. Listen to this. This was not a season where everything went the way you wanted it to. There were some, the off-the-field issues, which we all know about. Can you talk about the satisfaction having overcome those as well to get to this point? Does it make it even sweeter? Uh, can I? Can I? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it, it, it couldn't have gone better. It went exactly how we wanted it to go, uh, to win every game. Uh, the off off the field issues were innocent, and, and we stood we stood strong and tall because we knew we were innocent, and. I just like to point that out. And these guys, these guys are innocent. And yeah, overcome that. Um, it wasn't that hard because we we knew we were innocent. So um, yeah, <coughs> that's, uh, that's really what I want to say. It went exactly how we wanted it to go. It went exactly how we wanted it to go. Little little chippiness there from uh, from Jim Harbaugh, but the reality is, guys, you know when he drops the word innocent, we were completely innocent. It kind of makes you not believe the rest of what he says, because he was suspended not once this year, but twice. He was suspended this year not for three games, but six games. Okay, there are twelve games in a regular season. He missed half of them. What was he suspended for if he was, in fact, innocent? Okay? He bought the recruit a hamburger. You're not supposed to do that. Cry me a river, Mark Ryan. Okay, you don't like the rule? Rules are rules. I don't make the rules, but I got to follow them. Every single relationship, every single marriage, every single job has rules that you're saying to yourself, why is that a rule? Every single one. But if you don't follow them, you're in trouble. Okay? Like, seriously. So Jim Harbaugh broke the rules. He's not innocent of, you know, fo- being falsely accused here. And then with the sign-stealing scandal, they fired the guy who was filming illegally. Michigan fired him. Who is he providing that information to, pray tell? He was employed by Michigan. Do you guys honestly believe that if this hadn't been widely reported, like if no one ever found out about Connor Stallions, you think Michigan does anything about that? Anyone? Bueller? Fry? You know the answer, right? Michigan would have done, like if Michigan was going to do anything about it when they found out about what he was doing, he would have been gone. And it would have been a nondescript firing that was a footnote in the newspaper. Michigan moves on from grad assistant uh, Connor Stallions. He'll be replaced by another grad assistant. A footnote in any article. They knew what he was doing. They offered him no discipline. They probably rationalized it among themselves by saying, quote, everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. 
Well, you have no proof of that, right? So, guys, can we just for a minute, can we cool it with this, uh, you know, with the whole innocence thing? You're not innocent, Jim. You're not. Maybe you didn't know anything. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. You're not innocent. Your You're just not guilty. Right. Texter says, look, an Alabama, uh, I'm sorry, uh, an, an Alabama official, official told Brett McMurphy at the Rose Bowl last week, everyone and I mean everyone is stealing signs. Michigan was not the only school doing this. Another industry source said Kansas basketball cheats more than anyone, and they didn't do anything to Kansas. The only pure thing in college athletics is Vanderbilt, and Vanderbilt sucks. <laughs> That's where college athletics is in 2024. If you're not cheating, you're not trying, or you're Vanderbilt. Strong words. Strong words. If you're not cheating, you're not trying, or you're Va Vanderbilt. So, guys, how far would you be willing to go to win a national championship? Would you have a guy using illegal technology on your sidelines to record signs? Would you, be, would you be sending a staffer to Clemson games and Tennessee games because you might meet them in the playoff? If you are uh, a scout for a Major League Baseball team, would you set up a banging trash can ring? And, you know, like w what happens in these situations is so interesting. Guys, I was in Houston for the garbage can sign-stealing scandal. I was in Houston for that. And it was amazing to see. Like, nobody was out there saying, man, we were wrong, and, you know, like, we will accept whatever punishment we get. Everyone rallied together, and it was a big middle finger to the rest of the country, anybody coming at them, anybody coming at them. Their, their excuse was like, let's see your dirty laundry. Let's see yours. We're one of 30 teams doing the same thing. Let's see your dirty laundry. It was an awful case of whataboutism. Typical yeah, but behavior. Was, yeah, there was no accountability, Diesel. There was, there was no we were wrong. It was us versus the world mentality. Same thing with Michigan. Same thing right now. Like it's fans are seemingly incapable of being unbiased. Guys, it's gotten to the point, Diesel, let me know if you've seen this, but it's like when somebody's debating me something on, on Twitter. For example, today I released my final top ten for college football. Uh, quite a few people have responded to it. Um, I have Florida State third in my final top ten. Who do you think is upset about that? Georgia fans. Whenever I get a rebuttal to the top ten and I see that it's a Georgia fan who replied, why would I listen to what a Georgia fan has to say? Is he unbiased? I'm unbiased. Is he? No, he's not. So, like, if I say something critical, critical about Clemson and a Clemson fan has a rebuttal, why would I listen to that? That's not an unbiased source. If I have a, say something critical about South Carolina and South Carolina fans come at me, why would I listen to that? It's not an unbiased source. I mean, it's like... Is anyone capable of being objective anymore? Is that, is that possible? By the way, I got Michigan 1, Washington 2, Florida State 3, Alabama 4, Texas 5, Georgia 6, Oregon 7, Ole Miss 8, Missouri 9, Arizona 10. Somebody said to me, you have Alabama ahead of Texas. Yeah, how long am I supposed to count that win? 
Next year, do we still count that win? It is next year. How, how long do we count that when Alabama beat Georgia? I mean, look, you tell me. How long am I supposed to count that win? I have Texas one spot behind Alabama because Alabama had Michigan dead to rights. I'm more impressed by that than Texas losing to Washington. You tell me. You tell me. 71307 on the text line is where you get to the show. Mark, was a staff member fired because he was innocent? You know the answer to that. Of course not. Jim should be the poster child for the phrase, F the rules. I like it. Texter Mark uh, says, Mark, I am, am I correct in saying all the cheating videos of Michigan were from last season? I've not seen any from this season. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You know, they weren't punished for the cheating of last season. Texter says, I think Georgia beats Michigan. Congratulations, Texter. It's kind of an irrelevant point. We don't deal in the land of wood, right? W-O-U-L-D. We live, we live in the land of what is. Doesn't really matter. Text, somebody said to me, how can you have Florida State above Georgia? Because I don't value a practice squad scrimmage. I don't, I don't value what happens there. You know, I, I don't value what happens after you rip their heart out. Didn't let them play in the, in the college football playoff. I don't value that game. Put no value in that game. Sorry. Sorry, my friends. Okay. So let us do this. Um, there was a list revealed yesterday, okay, uh, about that included nine names that the Carolina Panthers have requested interviews with. Nine names. When we come back here on the show, okay, I want to go through those nine names and rank them. Plus, I'll add two names to that list, and we my friends, we'll do that next right here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the Fan Upstate. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 